0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Anne Baldwin. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Connection, right here on WTIC AM News Talk 1080. I am Ann Baldwin, president of Baldwin Media,
0: and I'm Lisa Jamatis Lapore, president of the Connection.
1: And we're coming to you now at two different times, which is so exciting, awesome. isn't it great? Yeah. You know, we heard from a lot of our listeners. You know, five thirty in the morning. Yeah, there are people up that are you know up and at it at 5 30 in the morning or they're just getting home from the bar or you know or a lot of people just you know get up at that hour but i know i don't
0: i don't on a sunday no
1: so wtic was nice enough to give us another time slot so now are we not only on at 5:30 a.m but we're doing a um encore presentation right. at 9 a.m so if your butt's not out of bed at 9 a.m you got a problem <laughs> Right, But we really do appreciate everybody's feedback and all of you regular listeners. We've been doing this for quite a while now, Lisa, and, you know, we just get so much um, feedback on the topics that we discuss. And hopefully, you know, if we can touch on one thing that can help somebody's life or maybe a situation that they're going through, we've done our job. Exactly.
0: That's why we that's why we started the show.
1: We did. And, you know, this is a public service program so what that means is we're here to do good things that's right and we've heard some amazing stories from people in recovery we've talked about some of the connections amazing programs which we'll continue to do so it's a little bit of a you know a montage of of everything that just goes on in life exactly you know life just happens and uh, you know an example this morning you know um, my phone i put it on vibrate because i do try to sleep a little bit at night and next thing you know there's a knock at my door 6 30 and my dad drove over from his house and he was having a heart issue so called the ambulance had to throw on some clothes and so you know that's how my day got started but You know, hey, it is what it is. I know. But, you know, you talk about tests, tests in life, tests in sobriety, tests in mental health, tests in everything. And um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So maybe um, our next guest will have some advice for me because I could use a little uh, (laughs) (laughs) checkup at this point. Uh, Chelsea Humphrey is the Associate Director of Behavioral Health for The Connection. And Chelsea, thanks so much for being on with us today.
0: Welcome, Chelsea. Oh, thanks so
1: much. It's my pleasure. So this is Mental Health Awareness Month. It's one of those things I gotta tell you, you know, as a former news reporter it used to drive me nuts because it would be breast cancer awareness month, or it would be dementia month or this month you know why aren't we paying attention and focusing on this stuff all year round that's what we really should be doing but it gives us an opportunity i guess to kind of pull it out of the clutter and and to talk about it so i guess what we should do is you know really talk about from chelsea your perspective how can we all take better care of ourselves and our mental health because there's just so many things that happen randomly in life right that can rock your boat whether true. you've got addiction issues or sobriety issues or whatever it is, you know, our, it doesn't take much. It's Driving down the highway, I know that's what rocks my world.
2: It's so true. There's so many things that, that, that can just kind of get us off, off kilter, a little off base. And, you know, I think it's the, the, what you used as an example of your dad, you know, that with this morning, and he had some, some chest pains and he didn't think twice about saying, hey, I need to get some help. And, you know, I think that's what's the great thing about this Mental Health Awareness Month is that it's reminding people that when we have some maybe emotional pain or something mentally we're just not quite right about or maybe in our relationships that we're not feeling great about, that we can say, you know, it might be time to check in with somebody, maybe not at 530 in the morning.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
2: But really, you know, those are the times where we kind of go. Uh, maybe I should check in with a therapist. Maybe I should, you know, talk with somebody about what's going on with with me or or my family, you know, and not feel any shame in doing so and just feel like that's just a regular part of keeping yourself well and um getting kind of a a, a mental health check checkup or
0: or a check-in. Exactly. Uh you know, um I understand that one in 5 adults in the US experience a mental health condition given in a year. That's amazing.
1: That's just so crazy. I'm surprised it's not I'm surprised it's not higher actually. I know. You, you know and and that's the thing too is that there we talk a lot about stereotypes and barriers to getting help, right? So I would imagine, especially when it comes to behavioral health, some people just don't want to admit that they have a problem.
0: Well, but some people may not know they do. That's why they, right, Chelsea? That's why a lot of the clients that we see at The Connection self-medicate with alcohol and drugs because they have a mental health issue.
1: So what are some of the signs and symptoms if, if, you know, for people out there listening, you know, are there any, just like if you're, you know, having a heart attack, are there any signs and symptoms of when it's time to look for some professional help
2: that's a great question because you know everybody feels down sometimes or maybe has a bad day and so you know we don't want to be um get too worked up sometimes if we're just going through a hard time everybody goes through a hard time but there are some signs and symptoms that can we can watch out for that maybe can help us identify, hey, something might be going on here. And it gen- generally tends to be if those symptoms are lasting longer than two weeks. So things like really excessive worry or fear, difficulty concentrating or thinking clearly, really strong feelings of irritability or anger that just you have a hard time uh, dealing with or won't go away, maybe some trouble in relationships or interacting with other people, um, sometimes changes in sleeping habits where you either have trouble falling asleep or maybe you just take it out of bed. Um, you know, sometimes that use of substances, like you mentioned, Lisa. You know, you notice that you're using more and more to just um, deal with stress. That right. That can be a sign. Um, you know, changes in mood or appetite that just go up and down, you know, rapidly. Or even thinking about suicide or thinking that maybe better, people are better off without you. All of those things really are kind of like a red flag that go huh if that's going on more than a couple of weeks then I should probably talk to somebody and and not have any shame about talking about it and just just say you know what this this would be a great thing for me to open up to people about because I can get some support with that.
1: So you know because this is such an important topic and if you're just tuning in we're speaking with Chelsea Humphrey and she's the Associate Director of Behavioral Health at The Connection I want to make sure that I give out um, the connection has a helpline. Correct. And I want to make sure that we give out that helpline number, you know, more than once, um, just in case, you know, you want to jot it down, you know, and you can always just err on the side of caution, right? And there's nothing to be ashamed about. So the toll-free helpline is 855-HELP-955, and I'll translate that, 855 855- Four three five seven nine five five. Chelsea, where are some of your um, access points? Where are some of your clinics?
2: Well, we have clinics in several parts of the state. Um, we have one um, right on the green in New Haven. We are at nine hundred Chapel Street. Very, very easy to access uh, with public transportation, walking, whatever. It's very easy to get there. We have one in Middletown at um, uh, 196 Court Street, also very easy to access. And we also have one in Norwich at 101 Water Street, right down by the water. Um, It helps helps fend off the stress. Um, It's a very nice um, location. And all of them very easy to access.
1: So the other thing that, that I wanted to talk about, too, is we always talk on The Connection about how you meet people where they're at. So someone comes to you and they're having some issues, um, what's your approach to treatment? Will it be meds? Will it be putting them in a facility? What I mean, what are some of the resources available to people who are having issues?
2: You know, that's such a great question to ask because people often think, well, what am I going to do? You know, people are going to get a diagnosis and think I'm crazy. And that's the furthest thing that we would want to do. Um, we really want to make, pe- make people feel comfortable. Bring them in um, at the time that's most convenient for them. One of the things I um, forgot to mention was that we have um, open access. So people can walk in any day of the week and any of our locations and just come in, um, you know, right whenever they can and whenever this is convenient for them um, and get an intake appointment. And that intake appointment is kind of like that first visit with a doctor. You sit down with somebody. You, you chat with them, they ask you some questions, and really get a sense of what it is you're struggling with, what it is you're thinking about, what it is you need support with. So to, just like going to a doctor, you know, somebody might have um, a not so serious condition that might require just a few sessions, and then somebody else might need a little bit more support and might need um, a little bit more intensive treatment, and we can do all of that. So after the first session, um, you with the clinician would sit down and and think through what were the what are the best options for treatment those can include group um, treatment or individual treatment it can include medication um, if that's uh, maybe needed or wanted um, as well as medication assisted treatment for those who are in recovery from opiate use so we have a lot of different ways to support people and um you know, people might think, "Oh gosh, I don't, I don't know if I would want to talk to somebody." But the amazing thing is, is even when you're when you're sitting there with somebody and you know that somebody is really listening and they care about exactly. what you're going through, it can make such an incredible difference and really make you feel so much better.
1: The other reality check, and as somebody in recovery that you know I can speak to personally, Chelsea, is you you can't you can't drink or drug the problems away. You know it. You just It, it, you know, might feel good at the moment, but whatever's going on is still going to be going on, you know, and then you have the guilt of all that on top of that. And it just exacerbates the whole issue. So having someone else, you know, on the outside, take a good look at what's going on inside of you. And, you know, Lisa, you've talked about this. You've heard the stories. There's so much tragedy that goes on, so much trauma that goes on with people. Everybody's got their own story, right? So yeah you you really need to listen to the individuals issues and take it from there
0: yeah and you know Life is difficult, and so at any, you know, given point in time, you could, you know, have issues that come up. It could be a loss or of some kind or a trauma issue or a tragedy, and you really need to get help because if you don't, then you're just going to spiral down. So, you know, a lot of these things are situational, and other things are not situational.
1: Right, and Chelsea, that's, you know, that's a question. That Lisa brings up a really good point is that, you know, stuff is going to happen you know so you really need some coping mechanisms or you need something because whatever has happened you know something else is going to rock your world and how are you going to deal with that so talk a little bit about that and how you know your behavioral health program helps build i would assume more of a foundation
2: right and i think that both what you both were speaking about as well was that You know, we don't necessarily get better in isolation. A lot of us feel that, oh, I'll just, you know, put one foot in front of another. I'll just take care of it. And we forget that really um, we are interconnected with other people. And so some of our treatment is group treatment because it's been shown that when people are in groups, they feel more supported. You feel like, you know what, this other person went through the same struggle that I did. I'm not alone.
0: Exactly. And you hear
2: what they did to put things into practice in their own lives. And you think, well, if they did it, then maybe I can do it too. And it can be so reassuring. So that's one of the things that we really like to offer. And we have all kinds of groups from recovery groups to mental health groups, to trauma focused groups, to gender specific men's and women's groups. You know, we do so many different things just to really um, help meet people where, where they're at.
1: Well, you know, and I think sometimes that You know, I know when I go into the rooms for this 12 step program, the first time I walked into a room, you know, it's, it's scary because who are these people in the room? Um, you know, here I am going to share my personal stuff and how do I know that it'll stay in this room? And, um, now fast forward, having been in the rooms for eight years, um, I don't worry about that anymore. Because there is, you know, people are in a similar situation, right? And there is just this trust and this bond that comes together with everybody sharing their stuff. And I, I really, I don't worry about it going outside the room and it's so therapeutic. And the other thing I know from sitting in a group setting, you realize that whatever you're dealing with isn't all that bad when you hear other people share their stuff.
0: Well, I mean, it helps, it puts you in perspective, but I also think that you feel supported because other people, you feel, I think, when you're going through issues that you're the only one that's really experiencing these issues. And it is comforting to know that through um, relationships and getting to know people and hearing their story that, you know, you're not alone, you're supported and I can't think of a better, um, really, staff team than we have at our behavioral health programs because they really meet people where they're at and really support them through whatever the journey is. And I just want to say, too, that there are folks who don't want to necessarily be in group. Mm -hmm. So that's not for Mm -hmm. everyone. So sometimes, you know, individual is what a person needs and what they want and that works well. So I don't want our listeners to feel like, Oh, I, if I go, I have to be in a group. You don't have to be in a group.
1: You don't have to be in a group, but you, I also believe that you've got a, something's not working. Right. And there's different things. Right. Step out of of your comfort zone, but you're there in front of a professional Mm -hmm. that is going to encourage you to try something because whatever you're doing now, isn't working that. And I say that from experience because you know, it's hard for me. I know what's best for me. I know what I need to do. You know, I, I didn't necessarily listen. So I had to take my stuff out of my head, put it in my heart and trust other people. And I think that's a big part of it. Right. Uh, we're speaking again with Chelsea Humphrey. We also want to give out the website. Um, there's a lot of great information there as well. It's the connection, Inc, all one word, theconnectioninc.org. And we have an opportunity too to share with our people at home. Like It might be 5.30 in the morning if you're listening to this program. It might be 9 a.m. But who knows what's uh, happened in your life so far this morning. Maybe the coffee maker was broken. I don't know. But um, you've also, Chelsea, got a um, grounding technique that people who are feeling stressed out can try. And from what I understand, it's pretty amazing. So let's tell us how to do it because I'm stressed out.
2: Sure. Um, You know, these are the types of things that are really easy to do when you're on your own and just, um, you know, in the moment where you might be feeling stressed or, like you said, thinking about a million different things and just kind of your mind is everywhere. And the grounding technique just helps you kind of get out of your head and back into the moment, which has been shown to really make people happier and make people feel less stressed and improve your mood. So... Um, I call it the five-four-three-two-one grounding technique. Super easy to remember, um, and it's just thinking using your senses. So thinking about five things you can see around you, you know the person next to you, your coworker, your family member. Four things you can um, feel: the chair beneath you, how your shoes feel on your feet, um, a sweater on your on your back. Um, Three things you can hear, you can hear the birds singing outside, all the better. Um, Two things you can smell, uh, or even like to smell, such as your favorite perfume.
1: Lilacs.
2: uh, Yeah, and one thing that you uh, can taste, and if you can't taste anything right at the moment, maybe something you like to taste, your mom's lasagna. Um, You know, and it really takes us out of the worry for a few minutes and, and can help us relax and just take a deep breath and just refocus on on the present instead of worrying about what happened already in the past or what's going to happen in the future and and it's trips it's tips like that that can just kind of take us out of that stress a little bit
1: yeah uh, yeah, that that that's great it's the five four three two one grounding technique it really works and i also find that deep breaths work too if i just take the time like some nights if i can't sleep I'll even count, you know, to get whatever's on my mind off and just kind of clear your head. And before you know it, you know, you're out. And, and the other thing is, it's like the serenity prayer, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage, to change, change the the things things I can and the wisdom wisdom to know the the difference. difference. That's the other thing. We worry about stuff that we can't control. I know. You know, you've got to, like, worry about what you can change, and you got to let the other stuff go.
0: Hey, Chelsea, I um, used this for Nico recently. Um, He was, um, my son, feeling overwhelmed about college and SATs and all this other stuff was happening. And he was running, you know, in the summer, and I'm like, okay. This is just, all right, let, this is what, what I need you to do, and he, he uses it, and even in school if he feels overwhelmed, and it works for him, so.
2: You know, I teach people these things, and our clinicians teach people these things, but these are things that we use ourselves, and I think that's important to know that we're not just, you know, out telling people, uh, you know, the things that they should do, but these are real tips and, and tricks that can really, really work and make you feel better and make you feel more in control.
1: You know and it i was reading some of the um background information that we were provided before the interview and this i found the statistic really interesting um is that 75 percent of folks begin to have issues when it comes to behavioral health um, by the age of 24. i know that's unbelievable 24. well can i tell you i think it's even probably even sooner than that. I know. I have a seven-year-old granddaughter who called me crying her eyes out on Friday because she wrote the word lazy on somebody else's paper. And she was just crying hysterically. I got in trouble at school. They put something in my file and I got to run laps on Monday. I said, for the word lazy? She goes, I didn't even know what it meant, you know? And she was just beside herself as a seven-year-old. And I told her, I said, you know what? In the whole scheme of things really is this a big deal i said it's not like you wrote you know know. ass or something on her paper you wrote lazy so i mean i had to talk her down for about a half hour from being in hysterics this is the kind of pressure even little kids are going through it's, it's terrible or you know she'll call me crying because the girls at school are mean or you know it's just everybody's got something but not everybody has somebody to help them put it in perspective
0: yeah it's true. I, I, it's, it's interesting, or maybe there's, I don't know if it's a heightened awareness, Chelsea, what I'm about to say, or if it's, the, it's it's, a combination of the society we live in and how things are different and social media. It's overwhelming to me how many teenagers um, that I know through my son who are in therapy, on medication, it's overwhelming to me. I can't even begin to tell you how many
2: it's so amazing i know and i you know to some extent i think that that, that might be a good thing because people are finally recognizing that uh-huh. it's okay to talk about things it's okay to get some support and i actually find that young people are
0: resilient more willing
2: to do that uh-huh. and um and sometimes you know the adults think well we got to we got to look like we have it all together and that's so not no. true we all need each other and we need some support and we need somebody to talk to a lot of times and and help Put things in perspective, or give us some new, um, new techniques that we can try at home.
1: So um, we're speaking with Chelsea Humphrey again. She's the associate director of behavioral health at The Connection. And the phone number, if you or somebody, you know, jot it down. You never know. You know, today might be perfect. Tomorrow might not be. Right? That's right. That number, the helpline, the toll-free helpline is 855-435-7955 So Chelsea, we've got about a minute left, is all. This went by fast um what's your advice for people out there listening who what do you think that nagging question is that they need answered
2: i think is 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 it right for me to get some support is it okay and the answer that i would say is absolutely there's no um, shame there's nothing wrong with getting a little support that doesn't mean that you have um... done wrong in any way it means that you can only get strengthened and um... if we were to look at uh... you know our mental health the same way we do as a physical health we go to get a physical every year we we check in with our doctor we get blood work very similar we should be checking in with our mental health and really thinking about you know how am I doing mentally and emotionally and how am I doing in my relationships and is there a way that uh, I might need some extra help and and if that answer is yes then absolutely go in check in get a few sessions in and then be on your way and you'll be kind of all tuned up and, and on until the
1: next time And focus on yourself i think sometimes we get so distracted by everybody else's stuff that we don't look at ourselves and we don't eat right we don't sleep right we don't exercise enough we don't we might drink too much you know there's just those things you got to take a look at you
0: take care of everyone else but you really right. need to take care of you right
1: be selfish i mean you can't help everybody else if if you're exactly. not good right so true Mm -hmm. and sometimes people out there that you think are the rocks that you think are the strongest and do have their stuff all together guess what I know it's true they're they're hurting the most sometimes it's it's so true yeah well Chelsea I want to thank you again this has been a very enlightening and hopefully a helpful conversation for all our listeners out there this was um very interesting and it is you know behavioral health month but let's focus on our behavioral health each and every day like Chelsea said
0: Exactly. Thank you, Chelsea, for all your great work and for being on the show today. You're such a uh, ray of hope. So thank you so much.
1: And thanks to all of you for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. 1080.